It's a Tuesday night Sun Belt bash. It's the South Alabama Jaguars and the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. It's locked on Sun Belt. You are locked on Sun Belt, your daily podcast on the Sun Belt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I am your affable host, Dave Schultz. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. That's today's sponsor. Uh, the hat, vintage hat, little homecoming going on here in Lafayette. I just think it's a cool hat. <laughs> I've never the two together uh bulldogs and cajuns but apparently that was uh the deal probably should know my audience and out of the 14 teams that i talk about only one is gonna like this but say loving uh all right so we'll do early week eight uh preview as well and we do have one ball game that's coming up tonight it is the south alabama jaguars and the southern miss golden eagles these two teams appear to be in headed in different directions uh South Alabama has been one of the bigger disappointments of the season. Uh, they just have not been consistent at all. Had a fantastic win against Oklahoma State. Followed that up with losing at home when a double-digit favorite against Central Michigan. Uh, they did bounce back nicely in a big way. Their best game of the year against Monroe. And their only time they did not score out of all 10 possessions was a miss Diego, Diego Guajardo field goal, which he does not do. He does not miss field goals. <laughs> so it did not, uh, uh, it does not happen very often. So they were about as perfect as can be. I think they got out to a 31 nothing lead. ULM probably still looking their wounds over their loss to App State. And oh God, another tough loss for ULM this past weekend. Uh, Southern Miss also happens to be one of the bigger disappointments. Uh, With the schedule that they had, forget about the Sun Belt for a second. All right. They have on their schedule Florida State, maybe the best team in the nation. Tulane, maybe the best power, uh, best group of five team in the nation. And uh, Mississippi State is going to be tough to do what they wanted to do. I may or may not have actually said to somebody from Southern Miss that you guys may be better, but you may have a worse record. That's not what's happened this year. They're not nearly as good as they should have been. Their offense did nothing against Tulane while their defense kept them in the football game. Forget about what they did against Alcorn State when they overmatched them or what they did against Florida State. They just haven't been able to figure out anything offensively. And then when they did, the defense didn't show up against Arkansas State. Got blown out. It had, And then the defense comes back. And the offense doesn't show up against ODU. And so it has not been a great season for my fighting Will Halls. It just, it just has not. And I'm afraid of what this game may be. This game started out as a 16 and a half point favorite. And I'll make the same joke, although I was wrong last week. I'm, I'm not so sure that South Alabama deserves a, to be a 17 and a half point favorite over Sarah But what I want to see, well, two things. Uh, I want to see if South Alabama could put two games in a row together. 
All right. I don't know why they didn't wake up after uh, Tulane. Uh, why it took them until the second half to wake up against Southeastern. I don't know why they slept walk through the Central Michigan game. I just, I, I don't have answers. I really don't. And nothing of it makes sense. If you're banged up a little bit, okay, but they're they're not any more banged up than anybody else's, I don't think. Uh, they did admit they have missed one uh, Devin Voice, the the, uh, the wide receiver. Um, but Colin Lacey, who may introduce himself to a national audience on Tuesday night, tonight, is despite not playing this week yet, despite not playing this week yet, he is, what did I find out here? Fifth in uh, the nation in receiving. So everybody else played, or maybe not everybody else, but uh, he's fourth in the nation in yards. He's got 39 catches, 723 yards. Malik Neighbors from LSU down here. Uh, he leads the nation, 860 yards. Burden from Missouri, uh, 808 yards. Odunze, Odunze from Washington, 736. And Colin Lacey, 723. So with a big ball game, he could end up leading the nation in receiving. That's a big ball game. Good chance he's right behind Malik Neighbors. You would think that Southern Miss is going to try and take him out, but we'll see. I don't mean hurt him. I mean, you know, do what they can to prevent him from affecting the football game as much as he had this year. So that I want to see, I want to see some consistency from South Alabama. Last year, this was a tough ball game in Hattiesburg. All right. They got after Carter Bradley something fierce. One of the reasons that Carter Bradley put on a little bit extra weight uh to deal with the rigors of the season was this ball game. He took a shellacking in this ball game. Desmond Trotter had to come in at the end of the first half, led the Jaguars onto a, uh, a field goal attempt and made a field goal. And then Carter Bradley came in for the rest of the ball game after the second half or in the second half after halftime and, you know, led the uh, Jaguars to victory, but he got, he got hit hard and often in this ball game. So I'm sure he's going to be be remembering that. That's why that spread is a lot, of obviously, based on what's going on this year. But South, Southern Miss gave the Cajuns all they could handle last year. Let's see if the Cajuns can – I'm sorry, the Jaguars. I knew I was going to do that. It has nothing to do with the hat. It has to do with – I've lived in Lafayette, and I've lived in Mobile, one of the two for the last 10 years. Uh, so let's see if the Jaguars can uh, be more consistent. Uh, it's tough to ask someone to score you know, 10 times on all 10 possessions. I know I said, you know, if they go more than three possessions without scoring, something's wrong, but scoring on almost all 10 possessions, I think that's really impressive. All right. I wouldn't expect that, but we'll see. Maybe they've kicked it into the gear. We'll see. From Southern Miss, we need to see some heart. We need to see the offense move it because if South Alabama is on and Southern Miss can't play, and this is the big thing in college football now, complementary football, right? Your defense gets a couple of stops, but your offense can't move the ball, and all of a sudden your defense is exhausted, and all of a sudden it's a two-score game early on. So let's see if Southern Miss can get things going with Billy Wiles. I just, the offense has not clicked for whatever reason this year for Southern Miss. I know Frank Gore is a little bit banged up, but he's still playing. Um. I'm looking for South Alabama to win this football game. 
normally I would, you know, take the 17 or, or you know, give the 17 and a half points. I, I just haven't seen it yet. I just haven't seen other than what they did last week in Oklahoma State, but it seems to be it's not even every other week, right? That they only played a good half game against Southeastern. And they played like a good first quarter and a good last, well, the first 10 minutes of the fourth quarter against Central Michigan. Yeah. So when sometimes it's a little misleading, but the, the quote is when Bill Parr says, says your record shows, you know, says what you are. Yeah. Well, that's not the quote, but <laughs> you know, you guys know what I'm saying. Uh, they are everything what they are. You know, they are three and three, one and one in the Sun Belt. A win would actually tie them with Texas State and Troy in the West at two and one. Southern Miss one and five and zero oh and three in uh, the Sun Belt. They are desperate for a victory. You know, Carter Bradley, eleven touchdowns, almost fifteen hundred yards. Uh, Lenanian Webb having a great year as well, eight touchdowns on the ground, and Colin Lacy. Six touchdowns in the air. All right, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we will look ahead to the rest of week eight. We got some good matchups in uh, the Sun Belt. Certainly, the one coming here to Lafayette is absolutely huge. All right, time to tell you about LinkedIn. There we go. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown College, your team every day. We have our... Uh, Yeti style tumblers. Courtesy of bird dogs. And I swear, just die green tea. One of these days, it's not, but I don't know if I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's check out the rest of a uh, week eight. Big ball game. Another, I mean, Sunbelt's getting a lot of national exposure. I don't know if that's the case. I guess they're losing, you know, the Big Ten. And they seem to be going, you know, headfirst in to the Sun Belt. So South Alabama and Southern Miss are on Tuesday night. That's a nice uh, 6.30 start central time. That's outstanding. Uh, even better on Thursday night, although we got a Saints game we got to watch. We'll see what we can do. Also, Mama Schultz is coming down here. So we'll see if she wants to watch any of the Marshall-James Madison ball game. And kind of tough. Uh, that ball game is on ESPN. That's a nationally televised ball game. Kurt Segnetti said this is a trap game. Yeesh. The head coach of JMU called this a trap game. <laughs> um, can't really blame him. Marshall has not been playing very well. The defense has given up over 1,200 yards in the last three ball games. 1,200 yards. That's very unmarshall like. 
at least last year. Uh, they're putting up a bunch of yardage offensively. They had trouble getting it into the end zone against Georgia State. Uh, Cam Fancher played pretty well. Rasheen Ali had a fumble. Uh, James Madison was outstanding against Georgia Southern. It's one thing for James Madison to put up all the points. Their defense was fantastic. Uh, in the end, Georgia Southern had a lot of yards, but a lot of what I would call empty calories. They didn't really do much with it. And they were throwing the ball all over the place anyway. Uh, this is a big ball game. This is JMU by three and a half. I'm going to take JMU on this one because I'm done not taking JMU. Wouldn't be surprised if Marshall figures something out. It's a short week. They're coming off a, an embarrassing loss to Georgia State. It's not that Georgia State isn't any good, but that game could have been much different if we don't run into the kicker down 27-24. Not saying Marshall wins the ball game. I'm saying it's probably not 41-24. And so uh, I'm going to take James Madison until uh, I see something different from James Madison and until I see something different from Marshall. Remember, they've given up like eight explosive plays for touchdowns in the last three ball games. It's not great, Bob. It's not great. See if they can figure it out. I think James Madison's going to win uh, that football game. All right. Uh, let's move on to what is happening here coming up on Saturday. Another nationally televised ball game. It's a little bit late. <laughs> Cajuns hosting George State. That's a 7 p.m. start time. We got a little Gulf Brew action going on here. We can taste a bunch of different uh, adult beverages, I guess. <laughs> Get Mama Schultz all liquored up uh, before going to the game. She'll take a nice snooze at halftime uh, in the Cajuns uh, at the Cajuns game. All right, so the Cajuns come in four and two, one and one in the Sun Belt. Uh, Georgia State five and one, two and one in the Sun Belt. Cajuns were off. Georgia State took care of Marshall uh, and really did a number of them. A number on them. And we kind of have the before and after in this ballgame. You have Darren Granger, been in college football five years. Zeon Chris hasn't played in what would be considered a full season just yet. I think he played in four games last year, and he's got he's got four games this year. Four, um, actually three plus ball games, right? He came in in the third ball game against uh, UAB. So he, he barely has over seven seven games. Uh, and so these two guys play a lot alike, very athletic, can run the football, but each of them can throw the football. Zeon Chris has an arm. Darren Granger has an arm. It's going to be quite the show on Saturday. The over-under is 62 and a half. I may be apt to take the over on, on that one. This one, a little bit out of a line. The, the Cajuns open up at one. They're now up to two and a half. That's a big movement in just a couple of days. Cajuns, for the most part, have improved in everything. The one thing they haven't improved on is hanging on to the football. Whether it's Zeon Chris making a foolish play or Zylon Perry or Draylon Washington fumbling it inside the red zone, inside the 10-yard line. Uh, they need to figure that out, all right? Whether it's a physical issue or a mental issue, you cannot can't keep on making the same mistakes because it's going to cost you. I don't know if it cost them. I'd have to go back to the ODU game if that was one of them. But Northwestern State, they had an issue. Actually, had an issue against Texas State. 
And I got to find the other one. I don't know if it was Minnesota. I don't think so. Uh, but the Cajuns have improved across the board. Yeah, Chris is getting better. Offensive line's getting better. Running backs are good. Wide receivers are good. Defensive line is good. It has consistently gotten better. Georgia State jumped out to their first, not only 4-0 start, or no, yeah, 4-0 start, or 3-0 start. Maybe in 3-0 start, they never been. And they were never 4-0 as well. They lose to Troy. That ball game may have changed with a fumble on the goal line instead of 21, you know, it's 21 to 7 against Troy. Georgia State fumbles instead of making it 21 14, it's 21 7, and Troy goes down and scores, and it's a 28 7 game. So, not nearly as bad as the game would look, just like the Marshall uh, Georgia State ball game changed one, just one play in that one, and you may have a different outcome. Well, change the running to the kicker play. Uh, so Georgia State's coming in here. They've had a little bit of a time at home, right? They had a two-game, they had a two-game homestand and um, had an off week at home. So they have been at home for a while. This is going to be a great ball game. We're going to see if Georgia State is for real. And for that fact of the matter, we're going to see if the Cajuns are for real. Because if the Cajuns, the Cajuns have to win this ball game to stay in the race for the Sun Belt West. Because they have really hard ball games next week at South Alabama, and then in about a month they're going to Troy. There's no way that they're going to be able to win the West without winning this ball game. I don't think because it's going to be tough to sweep those two games. They may be able to win one of those two. Winning both those games is going to be really hard. Georgia State is in line for the Sun Belt East. Right, because James Madison three and zero, and they're not eligible for postseason play. So Georgia State is actually tied with Old Dominion at two and one. Georgia Southern, Marshall, App State, all one and one. Coastal Carolina, one and two. Georgia State already has a tiebreaker over Coastal Carolina. Georgia State's loss is Detroit, so they don't have to worry about that in the East. They don't have to worry about that in the East. So I'll take the Cajuns being a little homer. All right. I think it's going to be a great game. Two and a half basic to me. Again, two and a half. I could tell you, you know, some games ended. I, I I had somebody with three. No, I had somebody with two and a half. And it ended up being three. So I lost the bet. <laughs> I lost the bet. <laughs> uh, I'm still going to, yeah, I'm still going to take. Uh, the Cajuns here in in a close ball game. I think it's going to be over. I think it's going to be like 35-31, maybe, maybe even like 38-35. You know, the question is, does it come down to somebody getting a defensive stop or does it come down to, you know, who has the ball last, you know? And, you know, who turns the ball over the least? Usually this is what this game is. Not, not these two teams specifically, but the idea that these two teams are really close and usually a turnover is going to make the difference. So I'll take the Cajuns, uh, mostly because they're at home. If this was in, in an, if this was in Atlanta, I'd probably take Georgia State. All right, let's take a quick timeout. We'll do uh, the rest of uh, the Sun Belt. How many more games do we got? Is everybody playing? One, two. Well, we got three more games. All right, you all um, Monroe taking on Georgia Southern. You got App State and Old Dominion and Coastal uh, at Arkansas State. 
Let me tell you about Price Picks. Price Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they go more or less than their Price Picks projections, you can win up to twenty-five times your money on any entry. At Price Picks, you aren't competing against other people; it's just you versus the projections available. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, Price Picks entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks offers a recently improved deposit and withdrawal experience including the option to use Apple Pay for quick deposits into your account. Go to pricepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's pricepicks.com slash college and use code college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, let's wrap up the week eight preview. Monroe against Georgia Southern. Both these teams are looking to rebound, and it could be a tough road to hoe for Monroe. They had a shot at beating App State a few weeks ago, or more than a couple, more than a couple weeks ago. And they absolutely had a shot at beating Texas State this past week. Georgia Southern took one on the chin against JMU. And I got a feeling Georgia Southern is going to take their frustration out on Monroe. We'll see. I still need to go back and look at that reverse flea flicker screen pass. pass. I mean, uh, that's funny. I mean, who would ever think of that? That's a really slow developing play. I guess you get the defense going in all kinds of different directions, but (laughs) uh, it worked 12 yards. I'm not sure if it's supposed to go for more than that. You know, usually flea flickers go for longer, but you usually are not doing a screen pass at the end of a flea flicker. What I want to see is if did the first receiver end up with the pass. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, oh, this is a sneaky ball game. All right, by the way, Georgia Southern 16 and a half. I'll take uh, the points and I will take, or I'll give the points, I guess, in this case. I will take Georgia Southern in this one. This is a little bit tricky one for App State. App State coming off a tough loss against Coastal. ODU has not been playing particularly well. They got a win over Southern Miss. They were off last week. This is on NFL Network, another nationally televised ball game. Old Dominion is, you know, they're in the thick of things, despite not really considering them, I guess. That's a me problem. They're three and three, and they're two and one in the Sun Belt. If they win this ball game, they'll be right there with Georgia State. Potentially ahead of them. <laughs> if you want to, you know, think about that. Uh, this is a big ball game for Sean Clark and App State. There are not happy Mountaineers fans. I'm not, well, I guess I do know why. And it is tough when you are used to winning championships. So you're losing one or two ball games a year. They've already lost three. But one of them is the Carolina in double overtime. And the other two are on field goals. They're not that far away. They're not that far away. All right. Uh, they're really not. Sometimes games don't go as planned. And then all of a sudden you find yourself tied. You get a big play. You're going to take the lead and you fumble it away. That's tough to blame on the coach. So Old Dominion, six and a half. I'm going to take ODU to cover. We'll see if ODU can win. I'm going to take ODU to cover. So I wouldn't be surprised if App State wins this one. Let's see if ODU uh, can get back uh, in their winning ways. Putting up some points. They're having some issues at quarterback. Uh, Let's see if ODU, this is at home on the NFL Network. And then we'll see if App State can bounce back. Because it's been it's been a, a couple of tough losses 
for App State against Wyoming uh, and, and Coastal Carolina. All right. Arkansas State's back at home. This is an interesting ball game. Coastal Carolina may be reverting back to, you know, oh, Coastal Carolina and using more of the Jamie Chadwell offense, which is what they should have done from the get-go. Uh, Arkansas State, uh, it, it seems to be either all or nothing with them. They either, you know, can put up a 40 spot or so or score three points or nothing. So Arkansas State uh, is a 10.5 point, excuse me, 10.5 point underdog at home. I'm going to take Arkansas State. I think, I think Coastal Carolina will win, but Arkansas State's going to cover that spread. I think Arkansas State is going to put up some points against Coastal Carolina. They were off. They have a week to get ready. Um, let's see. I mean, so did Coastal Carolina. Well, Coastal Carolina had uh, a mini a mini break. Um, so, well, because they played last Tuesday. So, uh, I think Arkansas State will cover. Let's see. I mean, is Butch Jones's job on the line? Is that a possibility? Is that really a thing? I don't know. No. All right. Uh, all right. Good. Uh, good episode. All right. A little longer than I thought. Uh, let's uh, run down those games again tonight. You got South Alabama. They're going up against Southern Miss. I think South Alabama wins and covers a seventeen and a half point spread. James Madison on Thursday. By the way, that game on ESPN two. James Madison and Marshall on ESPN. James Madison, only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a tricky line because they should be more. Uh, it's in Marshall. It's a short week. Wouldn't be surprised if Marshall pulls the upset. I'm pulling. I'm not pulling for I'm going to take James Madison. Uh, get the Cajuns here at home, only because they're at home. It's two-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, Georgia Southern, 16-and-a-half-point uh, spread. At home against Monroe, they're going to take their frustrations off on the Warhawks. I think O'Dominion is going to surprise App State, although App State will win. And Arkansas State will make it close with Coastal Carolina. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please continue to uh, subscribe to the YouTube page. Please let people know about it. I put it in all the Facebook groups. Uh, please share the pay, you know share my posts. It's a real big help. We're up over 750 uh, subscribers, uh, continuing to set records. Audio downloads, wherever you find the audio downloads, Lockdown Sunbelt. You just search Lockdown Sunbelt. Most people seem to find it in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to Lockdown Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Enjoy the football, everybody. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.